Hello, everyone, and welcome to the What If Project podcast. I am your co-host, Rain. And I am your co-host, Tracy. The What If Project overall really is intended to be an actual experiment. The question that drives everything that we have done so far and everything that we are planning to do in the future really is, what if we did this thing? And what if we did it in this way? So the idea that we actually started with, our very, very first idea nugget, was that we wanted to start at square one and undertake a series of passive income projects with an eye toward learning the ins and outs of those projects, executing them in ways that were not just what other people told us worked best, but were really how we sort of interpreted those ideas and brought them in line with our brand goals and our personal values. But we also really are passionate about modeling the building of a business that is focused on helping women like ourselves. Women who are primarily working moms, who are unable or unwilling to ignore their own personal entrepreneurial spark. This is episode nine of the What If Project podcast. Welcome back, all of you listeners. We're so excited that you're here. It is a new year. Woohoo! 2022. 2022. And not the 2020, like also, that's not the 2022 that it is. It is 2022. It's double good, double awesome. It's going to be fabulous. It's going to be a great year. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. It is going to be a good year. It's going to be a great year. And one of the reasons why we know it's going to be a great year is because we're here and you're here. So that makes it great just right off the start. <laughs> so in most veins of thinking, New Year means New Year's resolutions. And in this episode today, we're going to take a different approach than our normal segments that we do. And we're just going to really nail down and use this episode nine to talk about goal setting, goal getting, and staying motivated to keep tracking after the goals that you're setting for yourself in the new year. One of the things that so easily can happen is you have great ambition and expectations launching out of the gate January 1, and then life happens and those goals just start to drip off by the wayside. They just slowly but surely just get put out to pasture. And the next thing you know is the end of the year and you're looking back and wondering why didn't any of those things get accomplished. So that's why Rain and I are here today. Tracy, let me ask you a question before we get too deep into our goals and goal setting. Are you a resolution gal? Are you a resolution person? I, I am. I absolutely am. How about you? I'm not. I'm really not. So I used to do, I used to do resolutions, but I don't know, maybe it's because so many of them fell by the wayside. They just started feeling gimmicky or something. Now I do totally subscribe to the new year, fresh start. Like I love that feeling of being on the front end of something and being excited about it. And I do usually establish some new kind of goals, which is basically what we're talking about. I do generally try to circle around those ideas, especially closing out one year, starting another one. But resolutions, I don't believe I've set like a New Year's resolution in, in quite some time for myself. 
How, what do yours usually look like? So I would say in the last few years, they have looked more like settling on a word where mm -hmm. I just really meditated and really just focused my mind and my heart and went before the Lord and was like, what is my word for this year? Just to summarize it, I just, I, I needed a summarization to make it easy mm -hmm. on myself. Mm -hmm. And so the last few years I've had a word that I focused on and I can mm -hmm. only hold on to that word till probably about April and about April is <laughs> probably about where, where things start to, to fall apart. I know mm -hmm. last year I spent some time pinning some things on Pinterest leading up to New Year's and then created a little notebook for myself and I'm actually looking around, it's, it's not on my desk, I'm not really sure where it is at the moment. I actually use leftover wrapping paper and some old gift boxes that was from mm -hmm. Christmas. And mm -hmm. that's what I made my little notebook out of. And then you showed that down. to me. Yeah, I've I did seen it. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like seen brown, it. brown paper and stuff. It was really fun. But that was a place where I could jot down some notes and what was really on my heart and some things I felt like I could I had missed out on on the year before. So mm -hmm. a lot of those were very, I would say, like family centric and outdoorsy the the things that i felt like i had missed out on so i wanted mm -hmm. to get back to that more fresh air and more movement and more time with my kids hiking and biking and those sort of things but an actual gotcha. resolution is probably not as accurate as saying that i do spend some intentional time focusing on some goals for myself for the year Gotcha. That feels similar to, I guess, what I do, the way that I brainstorm it, the word resolution. Like to me, that implies I'm going to downsize my house or I'm going to whatever it is. And like, those are the goals that I really want. I really do. Every year, right before New Year's, I spend at least an hour or two like screaming at my family about all this crap that's everywhere like, we have to do better so like that is always something that i do have in my heart but i i guess maybe that's part of it that's one of those things that i always really want to do and it does really mean something to me and i tell myself this is going to be the year that i finally organize whatever space and then i don't so i'm really excited about you know, our decision to really set this up at the beginning of the year. It's our very first show. We're going to talk about goal setting. And then I think it would be really nice to touch base on that along the way. Maybe we can do it as not necessarily part of our regular segments, but just every once in a while, pepper it in. Hey, how are you doing? And and that sort of thing because accountability right that's going to be a big one and i can definitely see where we have what we've dubbed our scratch and sniff test mm -hmm. and i think that part of, of that and i think anybody else trying to set goals for themselves that are longer term goals is coming back to it on some kind of a consistent basis and reevaluating those things and giving yourself room for improvement, celebrate successes. Did you hit the things that you wanted to hit in a way that makes you feel good about accomplishing them? Or do you scratch it and it doesn't smell good? <laughs> when right. you do the scratch and sniff test, you're like, oh, okay, that didn't work quite right. Mm -hmm. You don't want to wait until September because then sure. you don't, you won't feel like you have enough time to go back if it's something that is going to be measured as an annual goal. So in thinking about setting some goals for the new year, I can definitely say that this is the, going to be the first time that I remember coming out of the new year's gate with business goals. So I don't think that I've necessarily 
had things that were related to a business that I was running or in partnership running. Of course, there's work, you set work goals and things as a team at a corporate level that you want to try to accomplish. There's things like this, but this is different. This is if Rain and I don't do the goals, it won't get done. Right. There's nobody else that's going to come along and do it. We do not have a what if work fairy yet that can come and just magically sprinkle her dust and make things happen for us. I'm not opposed to a magical fairy, though. I'm looking for her. That would be (laughs) There's a job opening. Yes. Especially if her name starts with M, like she's a shoe in. Sure. (laughs) So let's ask ourselves a couple of questions moving through this podcast. And just the goal for me is to A, outline some of the things that we are using as parameters for our goal getting and goal evaluations. And then my hope in that is that there's other people that are encouraged and motivated by that to fashion something similar for themselves that they can use to chase after their own goals as well. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a minute about some misfires, failures, and even successes in in the past. Rain, can you think of anything in the past that you would qualify as a huge misfire on the goal range? Oh my gosh. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. And I say that only because I am not great at really setting goals. I'm just not. My brain doesn't work that way. I'll think, okay, I want to do this and then I go do that, but I'm not generally much of a long range planner in that way. So maybe that's a big misfire because I feel like I would probably be much more productive as a human if I were more intentional in that way. But you know, I also have this real tendency in my heart to be super optimistic so whenever anything goes like way off the rails i will wallow in it in a little bit i also have that tendency but then on the other side of it i'm very like i thought the sky was falling but now i have all these great new tools to build something else with i don't tend to ever say that was just a real problem it was a real misfire i will get frustrated in the moment i will notice that something is not working in that moment but i never take away a lesson in that it was the wrong thing or anything like that. So I'm not sure. Why hmm. do you have something? Do you have something like that in your mind that you can remember? I, I'm sure I could probably come up with a list that's probably <laughs> three or four pages long if I sat down with enough time and <laughs> and a pen with enough ink in it. Um, that you really think was a misfire? Like you really think was just bad all around? No, not in the necessary that it was bad all around, but more of a that I pulled the trigger but just it didn't all completely execute all the way Uh, like you know like i thought it was a really good idea i had the motivation to do it but before it could even get out of the gate it just it was just done before it ever even started i see yeah i do have a list Um, of those okay (laughs) and then i definitely feel like that i have some things that like i tried and for one reason or another, they just came to an abrupt end. There are multiple different reasons, mm-hmm. whether it's been exercise or purging the house or mm-hmm. whatever the, the case may be. I'm pretty sure I have a collection of stamps and things from, mm-hmm. where I just knew that I would just love making handmade stamp stuff. 
Right. And oh, I thought you were talking like U.S. Postal Service stamps. I'm like, I no, didn't no. know you were a stamp collector. No, like like this rubber stamps and yeah. paper fun stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you have these ideas in your head and you're attracted to a goal for a reason. And then for whatever other reason, those things don't always come to fruition. Like, mm-hmm. I think everybody has probably been in that place. And I think for me, I'm probably just now learning the skill set of taking those misfires, those quote unquote failures, which we'll talk a little bit later about if it's really a failure or not. And Rain just alluded to it a little bit just now, but I have not always had that perception of myself. My tendency would be if it in any shape, way, or formed looked like a failure, smelled like a failure, felt like a failure. That's it. I'm done. Peace out. I cannot associate myself with that. And that was, I think, really based on a lot of insecurities on my own part Mm -hmm. and this need and feeling to be perfect at everything and trying to accomplish perfection, which just newsflash in case anybody wasn't already uh, aware of this, but perfection is impossible. So good luck. Good luck out there. It's not going to happen. But I lived like that for a lot of years. And it caused a lot of pain and a lot of grief for me. Because the other thing is, I absolutely hate being wrong. And so I also would always feel if I had said I was going to do this thing, and then I stopped doing that thing, that I was wrong, like I had been wrong. And that was not a good feeling for me. And then working at changing my mindset so that I could look at them through a different lens and have a different appreciation for those quote unquote failures instead of really being so hard on myself. We can uh, have a whole nother episode about perfectionism and and that those issues. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> So one of the really important things that I think that people need to do when they start thinking about goal setting is obviously pinpoint that goal. What is the goal that you're going after? And there are several different ways that you can look at that goal. And maybe it's more than one. Maybe it's goals plural so that you can make sure that as you go along that you are actually in a place that you can attain those goals. And there's one acronym in particular, um, and Rain made a really cool graphic for our Facebook page and our Facebook group that we ran in November, and that is SMART. Yes. So the SMART acronym actually stands, obviously each letter of the word SMART stands for its own independent word and its own little independent subcategory of what you might want to be thinking about whenever you're trying to set a goal for yourself, a goal that really is within the realm of possibility for success. So SMART is specific, it's measurable, it's attainable, it's relevant, and it's time-based. So just to run you through all of those words and what they mean more broadly, the idea of specific 
is specifically, what exactly is it that you're trying to do? So when I talk about, I want to get my house organized, that's not really specific, right? Because there could be a zillion different things that I might need to do. I might need to clean out my closets and I might need to get my magazine subscriptions under control. And I might need to go through these things that accumulate when you've been in a house, like I've been in my house right now for, 14 years, 13, 14 years is how long we've lived here. And I have a husband who is a collector of items. He loves things and he's very creative and he, he reuses them in different ways, but he brings them home and he squirrels them away into different places. <laughs> and then we have really pretty much everything we need. We've got like six of everything that we need, but it's just everywhere sometimes. And I am not a great organized person. I didn't come from an organized house and I have not really established a very well organized house. And so it does get overwhelming. So just organizing my house as a goal is not a great goal. I need to be more specific about it. Okay, I am going to tackle my kitchen cabinets. That would be more of a specific goal than just I'm going to get organized. Is it measurable? So what evidence are you going to use to decide whether or not you're actually accomplishing your goal or on your way to accomplish your goal or off track. So if what I really want to do is organize my kitchen cabinets, I pull all my stuff out. I have 82 plates. Do I need 82 plates? Well, no, probably not because there's only four family members. So maybe what I want to do is I want to get it down to just maybe eight plates or even four plates or whatever the idea is. So what is my measurement? I used to have 82. Now I only have four. So that's better. Is my goal attainable? Is it something that I really can do? <laughs> like, <laughs> could I really organize my kitchen cabinets? Yes, that's something that I could really do. Could I really organize my, my whole house? Yes. I could, but it's a much bigger kind of scope thing. So the idea is just basically, is this something that you can really do? Do you really have the resources to, to be a success in this goal? Is it relevant? So is this the right goal for you at the right time? So if what I wanna do is organize my kitchen, but I'm not gonna be really home for the next month, then I'm setting myself up for failure because, well, because I'm not gonna be home. So I can't actually attain that goal. <laughs> so the idea is you need to really consider your set of circumstances. When it, So maybe what you really wanna do is start exercising. Exercise is one of those things that actually I do feel like I need to work more into my life. And I know a lot of people think about exercise and health and fitness around the first of the year. Let's say your goal is to run a half marathon come the summertime, but you really don't like the treadmill, which is understandable. So what you really wanna do is you wanna work outside, but you live, let's say in like the Pacific Northwest where it rains for six months <laughs> over the, the winter time, that's a more challenging goal, unless you're just willing to go out and, and get wet and do all that stuff. But you have to really, you have to really ask yourself if your circumstances will help support your goal. And then is your goal time bound? So the last thing, the T in SMART is basically you have to give yourself a deadline. I wanna get my kitchen cabinets organized within the first 30 days of January. I'm gonna have a whole different approach. I'm gonna have a different mentality about it rather than just, I wanna get my kitchen cabinets organized whenever. There's no real urgency. There's no pressure to it. And you do have to give yourself some degree of urgency and pressure. And you have to have that timeline where you can say, okay, yes, either I've done it 
or I'm on my way to do it because now I had 82 plates, but now I have 60, but I still have a couple days to get to the end of the road. So hopefully that illustrates the concept of smart somewhat. I got it. The, the one thing which I guess maybe it could go under the specific category that I feel and I, I think you're we're in agreement on this is that it really needs to be written down mm-hmm. like to probably in multiple places yes. <laughs> like it, you've got to make this commitment to yourself and put it in black and white ink or purple ink or whatever kind of ink that you prefer and mm-hmm. make that commitment to yourself so that it does feel more concrete. I I know when I write something down, it makes it more real. Mm -hmm. Well, there's this whole school of thought about how just writing down your goals will help you manifest them. It helps you sort of focus your mind. And then it's almost like you've put it out into the world and then the world will help you meet those goals. But if you don't write them down, if you don't make them concrete and specific, as you say in that way, then it just doesn't have the same weight in the universe. And I love how writing it down, especially if we write it down often or as a habit, like a a habitual or like you've seen like manifestation journals Mm -hmm. and you're actually writing that down. I think our friend over at Word Witchery has one at 369. So you're writing it down over and over again throughout the Mm -hmm. day. So your mind has this opportunity and your subconscious meets your conscious mind of focusing on that thing. And all Mm -hmm. you're doing is just writing out the same thing over and over again. So you're not actually having to brainstorm something and come up with new stuff. You're just giving yourself an opportunity to connect with that. So it stays top of mind and fresh so that when you are at your desk or out doing your thing, it's so much easier to find the opportunity to be successful at that. Right. Or for it to find you. One thing that I do believe a hundred percent in all scopes of my life is this idea of the things that you focus on expand around you. So I think that's part of it, right? So if I start thinking about being organized in my kitchen, being organized in my cabinets, then if I have a plate that has a chip on it, then I will be more conscientious of that. And I will say, why am I keeping this plate that has a chip on it when what I'm really trying to work towards anyway is scaling these things back, you know, or if I have a set of dishes that I don't really love, but I just have had them in my cabinet forever and we keep using them anyway. If I look at those things and I say, you know what, I'm trying to get organized. I think this would, they're perfectly usable. I'll just, I'll pass them along. I'll donate them. I'll give them to someone who really needs them or I'll, whatever the case might be. And so it's like your whole sort of consciousness reorganizes itself around you to help support that train of thought. I I can think of a, a time for me that's really played out and that has been for many years. I I had a what's called a capsule wardrobe. So mm-hmm. I would only have out less than 30 articles of clothing, including shoes and coats at one and during one season. And I actually really love the simplicity of that lifestyle. So in the capsule wardrobe world, in order to keep you from just collecting clothing after clothing, you can set up some principles or rules to help you stay on track with the goal of having a capsule wardrobe which is you could have the one in one out policy. If you get something new, you get rid of something you already have. If it doesn't fit, well, maybe you shouldn't hold on to it because the likelihood of you wanting it still when you do 
get into it is pretty small. And if you just ask yourself, be honest with you, that's probably right. Another one is, does it have a hole in it? Does it have a stain? And if it does, why are you keeping it? If you only have X amount of clothes that you want to keep in your active rotation at one time, why are you going to keep something with a hole or a stain in it? So those are like, it's just some principles. And then you're right. When you do have that kind of flowing through your thought process on a regular basis, it becomes much easier to begin to stay in alignment with that so that you can reach the goal that you've set for yourself mm-hmm. which right now i don't have a capsule wardrobe because my wardrobe is getting more and more full of very bright and colorful things <laughs> so mine too which is which is super fun and exciting too mm-hmm. even though i'm wearing dark gray and black at the moment but mm-hmm. We won't talk about that. So I absolutely agree with that. It stays at the top of mind. And I think that's something we will probably put some more thought into as we move into our goal planning and goal setting for the next year that we hadn't previously talked about. So that was, I'm so glad we mentioned that. I also wanted to say too, this is not necessarily in the smart list, except maybe it could be labeled under the attainable category is one of the things we've talked about before is our small obtainable goals to make things in small bite-sized pieces so that they're more easily digestible because rain said if you wanted to okay my goal is to to declutter the whole entire house that's that is a large undertaking unless you're it's overwhelming house, it's i would Look, if you just asked me to do my, I just did my desk a couple weeks ago, but if you just asked me to do it again, I'd be like, I don't want to. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it is, it's overwhelming and you feel defeated before you ever even start, but having a little tiny little baby goal out of that bigger goal and maybe a list of little nuggets that you can check off really easily and maybe a 30 minute uh, segment at a time, then that is not so overwhelming. But like if you were like, yes, Tracy, let's get you trained for a marathon. First of all, I would say absolutely not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then if you're really okay, okay, then we'll let you do a 5k and I still would push against it. But then if you were like, okay, will you go walking with me three times a week? Mm-hmm. Okay. I can get on board with walking three times a week and then progress to a little bit of walking and a little bit of running and then a little bit of jogging consistently those small obtainable goals where biting it off in one big bite would not work there's a a saying for that eat is it eating an elephant yeah eat an elephant a bite at a time how do you eat an elephant a bite at a time a bite at a time so that's Mm -hmm. how you that's how you crush your goals a bite Mm -hmm. at a time so my next question for us to consider or ponder is what systems need to be in place to support those goals that you are setting and Rain and I, like I mentioned a few minutes ago, we ran a Goalvember challenge in the month of November. And we knew that there would need to be systems in place to carry us all the way through the month of November. It was newish for us. We were more in the very earlier days of the What If Project. Not that we're in the late days now because (laughs) we're talking January, but we were still fresh on some major goals that we were wanting to accomplish. And it was, there was a lot of them, but we knew we needed some systems. And so there, we ended up with six, like defining structural support systems that we thought would help us. Do you remember what they were, Rain, off the top of your head? It's quiz time. I'm giving you a pop quiz. Okay, repeat your question. Our six supporting systems 
that were for our Goldvember challenge. Yes, they were pink, orange, yellow, green, blue, and purple. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> what? Yes. Does that count? Sure. Okay. <clears throat> so it was pink was our printables, right? We were doing a printable every single day. Orange was participate in the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Yellow, was that our kindness? Do something kind? Nope. No. Yellow okay. was read or write something motivational every day. Right. Read or write something motivational every day. And then, so then green and blue. So one of those was to do something nice for mm-hmm. somebody else. A daily kindness. So our motivation, our daily kindness. And then our, and then purple was a victory, a daily victory. Mm-hmm. And that so, was just, just acknowledge some victory. It could be anything. It didn't even have to relate right. to the goal itself. It could be it any was, victory. Right. It was just about reminding yourself that you really are succeeding in so many ways that we don't take the time to celebrate necessarily. It really is sometimes an accomplishment just making it to work on time. It really is sometimes a real victory just getting home from work on time. Yeah. Whatever it is, like just finding those moments to to celebrate and to praise yourself because we have such a tendency to be hard on ourselves. So I don't remember, I don't remember the last daily. Yep. That was our green one. And that was to treat yourself. Treat daily yourself. Treat. That's right. How could I forget that? Because that was the one that, that was, I struggled with. Yeah. You did. Mm-hmm. That's yep. funny. But we knew going into it that just saying, okay, here's our goal. And we're going to work on this goal. Like that wasn't going to be enough. We knew mm-hmm. ourselves. We took a, an evaluation of our past successes and quasi failures mm-hmm. and we looked at our personalities uh, and rain and i our personalities are very similar in a lot of ways and then they're different in in several ways but we both would have a tendency to be perfectionist to get discouraged if we didn't hit the goals like we we knew that going in so we wanted to set up a system that we could be successful at we both really also like checking off the boxes mm-hmm. just because we're nerds like that we like that physical i did it yay good job there's a physical like star or check mark to go along with it if we haven't said this before rain and i were definitely those girls in your class in school that wanted all the stars and all the stickers Mm -hmm. and if there was an opportunity for the a plus and like a smiley face and a star like i wanted it all like that was us (laughs) right yes for sure for sure so that's why we came up with that system we have this really cool goal tracker that rain designed it is awesome and i'm also very excited to pull that back out and use that again in january for i guess at this point in time when this airs we will actually be using it so we're actually be be in the throes of using it but it is a wonderful tool to use to be able to see what you are being able to accomplish and where those areas that you are struggling with and, and those supportive roles. A while back, my mom was telling us that she had listened to one of our podcasts and had, even though she had no desire to, to host podcasts, she has no desire to like have a small business in any shape or form, but she had some goals of her own. And so she was following along with us and she was 
recognizing that she did not have she had the goals she just didn't have the system in place to support the goals so Mm -hmm. she was working hard on those systems so she could get her goals accomplished and Mm -hmm. so i am and i know she's working through those and so yay mary sue good job mom gold stars you get two one for me and one from rain tracy i don't know if you have already planned this but would you do me a favor too because one of the things that we realized as we were working our way through our system which correlated with our brand colors and it when we put it all together we knew that it was going to work for us we knew that we were on the right track with it but we didn't really realize how profoundly we designed that system where it was where each piece supported a different element so it was the printable was one and then the it was like the social component and the do you remember having that conversation sitting in your driveway one night when we were like oh my gosh we're geniuses how did we like do this so well but but you really ran us through that really quickly in the car do you remember that i do remember that and yes i do remember that light bulb oh my gosh we are freaking geniuses right so the top goal the number one goal it is the goal, like what you're actually working on. So that could be weight loss organization. For us, it was creating a whole t- crap ton of, of printable content to put in our Etsy shop. So whatever that top level goal is, and then you have these systems under it. Your specific Very, goal. Yes, there you go, because you got to yep. be smart. Yeah. Your specific goal, and then those supporting elements under it. So the Facebook participation, which that is an opportunity to get great accountability so that is a very outwardly focused activity it revolves you being transparent at least to the level of i'm here and i've joined and which i do want to say too the several people that i talked to were like on the fence about joining the facebook group because of that reason they were Mm -hmm. like but then i'm going to be like accountable to other people and that's a point and you don't nobody has to be perfect but if you don't show up you can't ever really start either and so yeah so the accountability of participating in the facebook group was a very outwardly action and then just to show up there enough that you're liking or commenting something just once a day going in and checking in some capacity Mm -hmm. but then the next thing of reading or writing a motivational quote or or something that encourages you that is a very internal act Mm -hmm. so you've done this outwardly thing and now you come back to yourself and say use an app or a deck of motivational cards have something go to pinterest every day and find something just one or two lines that encourages you or motivates you it or read it and then the next thing is to treat yourself so now you've created a reward so now you've given yourself positive reinforcement for the things that you've already done. So again, that's like an internal thing that you're doing for yourself, Mm -hmm. but then you turn that around and go out again Mm -hmm. and have a daily kindness that you're going out and doing for somebody else. And then to celebrate that victory. Now at that point, then that is really up to you. Is that an internal thing that you celebrate or is that an outwardly thing that you do with other? And that's probably really based on your personality Mm -hmm. um, and how you do that. But so the system that we created without even really thinking of it, it was already Mm -hmm. in place before we realized this was this very balanced Mm -hmm. system to support an internal dialogue and an external dialogue. Mm Yeah, I was very impacted 
by that conversation that we had, not only at our genius, <laughs> but of <laughs> course, but no, it just, I thought, wow, you know what? You're totally right. Because those are the elements that you have to bring in. You have to have the goals, you have to have the systems, but you also have to have the environment, the external environment, but also the internal environment. And we talked about how even during that, and we've talked about since then through the what if project generally uh, the focus that we have on kindness and motivation and, and support and whatnot and how we are really seeing that flow through us differently even so i i just thank you for running us back through that yeah and i think that the element to me that is really the the glue that kind of helps all it stick together is those positive reinforcements so like the daily treat or the victory like those are these opportunities to really reinforce the positive things that have been done so even if you didn't check off all the boxes which mm -hmm. let's just be real there are days that you are not going to be able to check off all the boxes mm -hmm. it is it's just going to happen and so you don't have to be discouraged by it you there's still opportunity to celebrate it, mm -hmm. it just might be celebrating something else or go ahead and you deserve a treat you showed up because mm -hmm. if you showed up looking at this tracker, you did something. You didn't just mm -hmm. do nothing. So I think that those are, there's a little bit of magic there. And it's pretty, pretty spectacular. If I do For say sure. so myself. Yeah. And if nothing else, I can say that we, at the end of the month, had accomplished so much. And I'm saying Rain and I, we... Mm -hmm accomplished so much in the month of November. Did we get everything accomplished that we wanted to? Nope. Did we accomplish a ton? Yes. Yeah. And it was Very a lot of, so. of hard stuff that we had never done before. I was mm -hmm. on vacation for part of that. Life was still going on and it was a success in my book. Mine too, for sure. So speaking of uh, what, and I want to be like really transparent right now. So I'm looking at the goal tracker and a little bit ashamed, but I'm not going to be ashamed because you guys are all my friends here and you're not going to judge mm -hmm. me, but I can obviously tell because it's, it's a color wheel. And by about day 15, I stopped coloring it in my, me too. Really? Yes. I don't know what day it is. I will dig mine out here in just a moment, but yes, that's about my, when I quit coloring. Not I kept doing yes, a lot me of too. it, but I quit coloring. I did too. I quit coloring it in and I don't know why, but that's a really great question to ask. And so I think that obviously is a conversation that Rain and I are going to have here probably in the next day or two, but I encourage everybody else to ask themselves as well, what causes you to to flounder obviously not filling in the color chart is not a failure uh, in any shape way or form but it we floundered a little bit that particular segment that process just floundered out so what is it that causes that for you in particular and i would say give it some real thought and really let your mind marinate in that journal about it if you like to journal and that's a way for you to thought process find somebody to verbally process that with 
Rain and I are both verbal processors. If I don't have anybody to talk to, then I will write it down. But that's a really important thing and having like those honest conversations with yourself. So I actually quit coloring mine in on day 13 and on day 11, that was the first day that I didn't get all six of my wedges. And I got, do you remember me saying I was really disappointed in myself because I didn't get all of mine colored in. And then you were like, it's okay, Rain, just go back to it. And so day 12, I just really tried. And then day 13, I was like, I just, I quit coloring. I, I kept doing the things, but I just, I quit coloring. So for me, it was not getting that 100% in all of those columns, which you talked about earlier, which like there's so much psychology there, right? (laughs) That could be, yeah, for sure. We can do a dissect that. I look at it and I definitely, I'm like, I would really rather those all be filled in, but I also want to be honest with myself uh, at the same time. And I can definitely tell on here which days I was on vacation. Like I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, yep, I don't need to know the dates. Those, that's it right there. The other part of having that honest conversation with yourself is being able to identify where you've had like great successes in the past too. And I have a feeling that's gonna be part of our conversations as Rain and I move into continuing to plan 2022 is, why was this a success? What felt good about this? What made it uh, a success? And then is it reproducible? And Rain is all about like processes and, and systems. She's really good at that. Rain, in your goal setting experiences, is there anything that might be helpful for people to track so that they can come back to the success and be able to identify some of those elements that would be able to help them the next go around? So I, again, I think that it really has to do with your personality. Some people are very propelled forward by like what we're talking about, like the metrics and whatnot. So for me, sometimes that, like you're saying, check the box. So for me, that isn't always a super useful method because I know my tendency, which is when my box doesn't get checked, I'm going to abandon the system. But I do like the pretty colors. I, I like having lists, I think. So if I have a list that I can look at every single day, then I will do my things on my list. But I need to give myself an out like I do like I do I need to be like it's okay rain you don't have to remember that you didn't do that that day like you just have to do your best every single day and you don't ever have to look at it again. Like tomorrow's tomorrow, today's today, yesterday was yesterday. You do have to hold yourself accountable somehow though too. So for me, the accountability really is you. For me, the accountability is I say, okay, Tracy, this is where I am. This is what I've done. This is what I haven't done. And you say, okay, did you think about this? Did you think about this? Yes or no? That's where I really excel. So for me, a system needs to be more relationship-based and it needs to have flexibility for me to just take the next day as the next day, if that makes some sense. Yeah. And then we did in our, in the Goldvember challenge, we had a, like a 30 item list, the 30 lions for 30 days. Mm -hmm. And that was, so that really worked well for me. So I could put my stuff out there. I could say, okay, we had to do this. And then I could pick or choose and move everything around. That is a good system for me. Gotcha. And I love what you said about being able to know yourself well enough to know what works for you and what doesn't work for you. So I would definitely say that as well. I like to be able to move things around as well because 
life doesn't always go the way that I want it to go. And one of my biggest weaknesses I'll say in life is that when things don't go the way that I plan them to go is a great opportunity for me to get my panties in a wad. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you can ask my family. They've Mm -hmm. experienced it enough times to know as well. I'm very flexible, like super flexible. But if I make my mind about something and this is the way that I want it to happen or I think mm-hmm. it should happen and it doesn't happen that way, it it just tears me out of the frame. I just can't even think straight after that. I just can't mm-hmm. readjust, mm-hmm. um, which is really crazy because I feel like I'm a very flexible person mm-hmm. and I flex very well, but in my own mind, maybe not as much. So being able to have a list of things that I wanted to do over the course of those 30 days and then picking and choosing from that list according to what worked for me that week or even one day at a time for that day was a really good thing. And I definitely will want to do that again. We have talked about this before too. I sometimes think part of my approach to things, I I really am that kid who's just happy to be playing the game. I don't care if I win. I don't care if I lose. You can even take my turn. It's okay. I saw you cheat, but I'm not going to call you out. That really is my personality in that scope. Whereas you are more of it you are like oh no you i saw you that you rolled a six and you only moved five and so i really do believe that sort of basic character trait is one of those things that drives us in those different ways yes i'm definitely like if we're playing i'm playing to win mm-hmm. that like not, i did i did not come for any other reason like yeah. i want to win i'm just i really am i'm just if i win that's great but I'm just happy. I'm just happy to be. Just deal me in. I'm ready. That is definitely one of our fundamental differences. It is. But I love it all at the same time. Mm-hmm. We hope you help balance me out, Rain. Because <laughs> I know I can be super extra in that department. That's okay. But you know what, though? But you need that, too. Because I hear it is the truth. I'm like, okay, it's fine. Yeah, no problem. And then I will miss a day and then the next day and then the next day because i will forgive myself every single time whereas you're like rain you said you're gonna do this and then you did not do that and i was like oh did you notice i guess i can't forgive myself again i think that brings up such um a great question of like life and balance too right Mm -hmm. no we should forgive ourselves we shouldn't be so hard on ourselves all the time. I've been hard on myself over the last month for not doing all the things that I wanted to for the holidays related things and feeling like a failure of a mom because I didn't check all the boxes off that I wanted to check off. I bought my kid a gingerbread house and when we opened it, it was like smashed to smithereens and it's taken me a week to find another one Mm -hmm. uh, or it took me a week to find another one. And so we there's so much pressure already and the what if project while everyone is welcome it's really designed for for women seeking to find their space and in the entrepreneur and small business world and we have enough pressures already without being super hard on ourselves but at the same time as an entrepreneur as a small Mm -hmm. businesswoman if i don't put the pressure on myself who else is Right. right So it's this balance and that's why we're here. I feel like that's one of the big reasons why Rain and I are here. It's one of Mm -hmm. the big reasons why we're doing this podcast is because we want to be that person for you that says it's okay to Mm -hmm. not hit the mark every single time. But at the same time, we're saying, you got to keep going. Yeah. 
Yep. yep. It's okay to take a step back. No problem. Let's just make sure we're taking one or two forward and the next step. Yes. So, and we're telling ourselves that exact same thing at the exact mm-hmm. same time. Mm-hmm. Which really brings in one of the last things I wanted to hit on in this conversation was making sure in your goal setting to build in room for these, the ebb and flow of life. Mm -hmm. Now, there are things that are A, outside of your control and B, there's plenty that's already in your control because you got, you're the one spinning all the plates anyway, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're already wearing so many hats. And you're just putting another one on when you put on that small business or that entrepreneur hat. And that you have to be like, maybe that's part of that realistic in this, in the smart acronym, there's going to be days that you're going to be able to go full throttle. You're going to be able to go in fifth gear all day long and maybe even four five, six, seven, eight days in a row, but there mm-hmm. will be a day that you're going to have to throttle down. You're going to mm-hmm. have to, and it might be something outside of your control. Maybe when your your kid gets sick, you have a, a loved one that has an emergency, uh, a death in the family. Like the, you can't control those things. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be things that just you know, like, you're like, I literally, my, my brain is done. That happens to me sometimes. My brain is just finished. And the only thing that I can do at that point is lay on the couch and watch some mindless series normally Mm -hmm. it's something like survivor or something like that which (laughs) i did really recently like i just need to like be off Mm -hmm. all of the switches to be turned off and just be done and for your mental health like you're gonna you might have to do that or you may have to be like you know what i need to go take a walk in the woods or something like that do you have that same experience rain oh yeah You just needing to completely check out, turn off, that sort of thing. Yeah. And for me, it's tough because, well, you and I both work from home, so there's not a lot of space in my house that is just house space or rain space or like things percolate all over the place. And also I like, I don't have much time to myself. So like when I try, when I'm done with work, then I go to the kitchen and I work on stuff or the kids need help with something. And I'm in the same space all the time. So I'm on all the time. So when I turn off, it's 1130, 12 o'clock at night after everybody has already gone to bed. And I'm trying to find these moments for myself that are really the bookends of the day, which is also not real helpful because then I'm, I wake up a little bit more tired the next day and I have a little bit less stamina the next day because I'm, I am trying to take care of myself. I am trying to build these things in, but there's really no space. So if I really had a goal, then I would say, and I do, I have a lot of goals, but if I were to say, what is something in this moment that I would say I really should probably focus on more. It would be trying to find a way to take care of myself and build in that very important R&R that you have to have in order to crank out those maximum days in order to fire on all the cylinders that you have to fire on and maybe try to do it in a way that still promotes at least seven hours of sleep a night. (laughs) I really prefer eight, but okay. (laughs) I actually really work better on nine. I'm, I'm a sleeper. Yep. I am too. Always have been. Mm -mm. Always. 
So I think that is something that's pretty universal. Like, I, th I think everybody might have a different threshold of how hard and how fast you can go for a set period of time. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be days and, and times and your goal setting, whatever that happens to be, that's what you're going to need to do to get it accomplished. Mm -hmm. But then those are those the majority of the days probably need to be those small obtainable bite sized goals that fits in really well with the routine that you already have established or where it's a little bit easier to make room on your plate for these new things that it fits in well with with the lifestyle that you currently have. I know a while back I was trying to be more consistent in, in exercising, which has really fallen by the wayside big time. But one of the things was getting out and walking. And but I really wasn't taking much time for any kind of personal growth sort of things. And I, I do like to listen to a podcast or a book on tape or book on uh, book on tape. <laughs> and I just oh, really aged myself. Yes. And Melissa is chuckling. It would be bad if I was like, yes, a book on tape that I checked out at the library. Mm -hmm. I think that would really age me. But something on Audible where I could actually feed myself because when you don't feed yourself, then you're working from an empty vessel. And so I just put the two together because that I would only maybe get five or 10 minutes of the kind of personal growth, personal development in at a time, but it was better than nothing. Mm -hmm. And that was, it was hard to, to only take that because I wanted to, to listen for 30 minutes or an hour, but the truth is I just didn't have 30 minutes or an hour for that particular thing. Mm -hmm. But it, but taking the five, 10 minutes was still really beneficial. If you had to pick one thing out of the things we've talked about today that you would think is like the most important for your next step, which is our next step in goal setting, what, what do you think it is? I think it would be to establish a goal, write it down, write down whatever goal that we established that fits within that smart category. I think if we, I think if we would be smart to be <laughs> very focused on trying to make sure that all of those rules that system is built on apply to whatever goal that we select. I love it. And for me, I think that the, one of the, the big things is gosh it's so hard to choose i was going to say accountability because mm -hmm. i think rain and i are definitely alike in that if i have the accountability i am much more likely to stick with whatever the goal is mm -hmm. it makes me look forward to having a conversation about it i know someone's going to be checking in on me and asking me questions it's got to be somebody that i trust to give mm -hmm. me the truth when i need to hear the truth about it whether that's a, a plus or a minus whether i get a gold star or a frowny face it's mm -hmm. i trust that person to deliver it to me and but at the same time, those systems that we talked about setting up those those support systems and how important they are, it's definitely something I want to you know, go back and, and look at a little bit harder again as we work into the month of January and in, into 2022. Mm -hmm. So before we close, I definitely want to talk about our, our Facebook group that will be mm -hmm. running at this time. But I want to play a game. Will you play a game with me? Yay! I will. Of course I will. I'm happy. Do I have to? This is not a game that has winners and losers, right, Tracy? There I is, can just come and play this game and fun. <laughs> there is no winner or loser. Oh, I'm surprised that you're willing to play this game then. I'm reluctant, but I will participate. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so I have fashioned, and you may or may not find one of these coming up in, uh, who knows, it might be a free prize in our Facebook group. Love or it. it may be in our Etsy shop. I don't know yet, but it's going to make an appearance somewhere. So this is a cootie catcher. And if you were a girl growing up in the 90s, I promise you that you've seen one of these. There are other names for them. What did you call these, Rain? I don't remember calling it a cootie catcher. Did you get your cootie shot? Circle, circle, so, dot, dot. I, did, I, did, shot? I, did, I didn't get one today. Oh, <laughs> I, I will vaccinate you. When I see <laughs> Yes. No, I don't, I don't, re I don't remember what we called it, but I really don't remember calling it a cootie catcher. Yeah. I remember calling it a fortune chin. teller. Fortune we teller. Had, I think we called it fortune tellers. Yeah. We called it both, but part of my nineties was spent in Pennsylvania and part of my nineties was spent in North Carolina. So very different cultures when it came to mm -hmm. fortune tellers versus cootie catchers. But nonetheless, mm -hmm. I have made one a specific for goal <laughs> setting and this conversation. So Rain, I need you to pick a color. I, I think you already know what six of the colors are and then your other two choices are black or white. Oh, okay. I am gonna totally shock you and go <laughs> with pink. P-I-N-K. All right, I need you to pick a number, three, four, seven, or eight. Seven, I'm so glad seven was there. Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right, and now I need you to pick a number, two, five, six, or nine. I will go with six. I knew you were going to pick six. I don't know how I knew that because it's a fortune teller. <laughs> a fortune teller. You must be. Ah! And I <laughs> hope I already know the answer to this. Look, I'm trying to be competitive. Hold on. Let me ask, <laughs> let me ask I know, the question. I thought we were, we're just playing. All right. Who is your best goal friend? Oh, my goodness, Tracy. You're my best goal friend. <laughs> I love it. You are, girl. I did know. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. That's and, perfect. And you guys are all our, our goal friends too. All right. I'm going to do one for myself and I'm picking yellow. No shock there either. So why -E I'm going to need I'm gonna, W. Okay. All right. Let me see the inside. No cheating, Tracy. Okay. All right. She has three, four, seven, and eight also. I'm going to do eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Back to three, four, seven, and eight. All right, so I'm going to go with four. Are you a paper or digital goal getter? I think I know the answer to that. What do you think I am? I think you're a paper goal getter. So I definitely <laughs> am a paper. I am a paper person. More times than not, Reigns has to wait for me. Hold on, I haven't written down somewhere. Let me Let get me my notebook. Let, Let me get my notebook. It. However, I have in the last few years trained myself to use some digital resources and it de definitely has made my life easier and then rain and i working together being able to share content back and forth but at the end of this day i still want a paper version somewhere yes i still like it i feel um, the same way too i feel like the systems that we have in place for trading information our list keeping stuff and our scheduling that works pretty well digitally but i'm the same as you i still have i like i'm happy to make ourselves something pretty to write on <laughs> Right. Yeah. Absolutely. hundred percent. Give me a pretty calendar and a list where I can make lists. Correct. Ooh, I love it. Uh, or make me a pretty podcast outline like Rain mm -hmm. did. It's so mm -hmm. beautiful. And she gave me choices. I have choices of which one I want to print out and use. Mm -hmm. Love it. 
my my ink cartridges on the other hand don't love it but but that's okay. so i would definitely say when we were establishing our branding and all of that we were super excited about it i'm still super excited about it but one of the side effects that we did not consider was the uh, amount of money that we would be spending on replacing our ink cartridges <laughs> for sure <laughs> now don't worry, nobody like freak out and not want to print your stuff because it's for you, it won't be a big deal to print our stuff because you're only going to print one, but we print multiple copies so we can test everything. We can look at everything that's part of our system. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I don't even know what we're up to, but if we're not close to 100 designs at this point, I would really be surprised. I don't think Canva doesn't give you like a, a design count or anything, I don't think. No, and then when you look at all the pages of printables that we have total, I think we're probably, we're bumping close to probably 100 pages. Well, maybe not quite, but it's a lot because there's multiple pages and it's a lot. Well, the Christmas pack was 27 and you said the Thanksgiving pack was how many? I think maybe like half, like, like 14 or something is what's sticking in my head. But right. I could be wrong about that. Just there where what's that 41 and then we had all of our stuff from Goldember. Mm -hmm. yep and just our our affirmation printables and mm -hmm. our cartoon printables that are starting to go up our minimalist words our words of the year which are going to be which would be we'll have some of those there by the time this episode airs i think we do have some already but those are more christmassy is why you picked some of those but we'll have right. more focus words so if you're sitting there and asking yourself how do i get into a regular conversation with these two gals these two gal pals i got great news for you number one is when you hear this episode if it's still in the month of january you can join in on our january facebook challenge group this group is designed to be easy to use, easy to follow, join in at any time. Obviously, the longer you join in, the more you can get out of it. We will have some free resources out along the way, just like we did in our Golvember challenge. However, there will be some differences as well. So if you joined us in, in Golvember, don't be afraid to join us in, in January. It'll be the perfect space for someone who is chasing after small business or entrepreneurial goals. And I think that we will probably be a little bit more transparent and proactive about some of those specific things during this challenge. But that does not mean that if your goals are health or fitness related or home related or family related, everything is still applicable and you are welcome to join in the challenge. It's whatever you want to chase after in the 31 days of January and be able to accomplish those goals. So we invite you to participate, jump into the challenge group. You can find that uh, via our Facebook page. Our handle is the what if project one. You can also follow along with us on Instagram. At the time of this recording, our Instagram handle is the what if project one underscore. However, by the time this airs, we're hoping it's just the what if project one. And you can hear all about the Instagram saga on uh, earlier podcast episode seven. Yes, we can tell you all about it. But there's mm -hmm. a reason why there's some changing happening there. But you should still be able to find us pretty easily. You can also find us on Pinterest. You can find the podcast on your favorite podcatcher. <laughs> do you like that? I got it. Right I do. I'm. We're just podcatcher. The lingo. 
Mm-hmm. No professional throwing around our lingo podcatchers. Same thing as pod channel that you like to listen to your podcast on. Let's see, where else can you find us? We have an Etsy shop, which is the What If Studio. You can check that out. And I think that is everything. Right now. As, a, as of this moment. So we want you to be motivated. We want you to be encouraged. We want to be a safe place where you can come. You can ask questions. You can be yourselves. We might not know the answer, but we would definitely help you find the answer if we don't know it. We're going to be encouraging each other along in this journey. And we just invite you to participate and hopefully hear some of your stories as well. And let us have the honor of celebrating your accomplishments with you. Got anything else to add? I don't think so. I think that was a nice way to end it. All right. So January, 31 days. You get 31 days to chase after your dreams. Ready? I'm ready. Set. Goal. <laughs> ready, set, goal. I like that. I also like the goal for it. Goal for it. Goal getter. Mm-hmm. Goal friend. All, all of the silliness. All right. Is that a wrap? That's a wrap.